0: The following program is brought to you by the Tennessee Broadband Association. Lead Tennessee Radio, conversations with the leaders moving our state forward. We look at the issues shaping Tennessee's future, rural development, public policy, broadband, healthcare, and other topics impacting our communities.
1: Hello, I'm Carrie Huckabee, the Executive Director of the Tennessee Broadband Association. In 2022, Loretto Telecom created a brand new mission statement, and the purpose was to help the employees and the company focus on their operational goals so that as they operated daily, they were thinking about the culture of excellence and how they would deliver innovative, dependable, and affordable communications to their customers. Kristen Burdett is my guest today on Lee Tennessee Radio, and she is the customer experience supervisor at Loretto Telecom. She oversees sales, customer service, marketing, and public relations, which means she's a busy lady. Um, but she agreed to spend a little time with me talking about her new role and the focus on a culture of excellence. So, Happy New Year, Kristen, and thank you for joining me.
0: Happy New Year to you, and thank you so much for having me. It's an honor.
1: Thank you. You started at Loretto in June of last year. So tell us a little bit about your background, the experiences you brought with you that are that are going to help you in this CX role.
0: Yeah, um, my background is a little bit different. I studied at a leadership college, um, International Leadership College, actually located in Sydney, Australia. For about three years, which threw me into the creative world for a short time before returning home um, to Tennessee and working for local government in the county executive's office. There is where I had my experience with PR and marketing for about two years, um, and I really loved that role. Um, through that, um, I gained, I feel like, a new perspective of Lawrence County, and honestly, invaluable connections that I feel like will guide me into my role here um, at
1: Loretta Telecom. Oh, I bet that it was exciting to study in Sydney, Australia. I've always wanted to go there.
0: Yes, ma'am. It was. It was a wonderful time.
1: Well, in the past, when we talk about customer experiences, companies have sometimes been guilty of thinking that only. You know, the customer service or the front line is responsible for customer experience. But we've learned that it's every single interaction that goes into that customer experience bucket. It's your online billing system, your website, your conversations with your GM, your installers. It could be a conversation at the ballpark or the grocery store. When your company created this new mission statement and this culture of excellence operationally, what are some of the ways that you ensured everyone in the company can stay focused on the customer experience? How did you talk about it and introduce it to the company?
0: Well, you're exactly right that the customer experience was spread all across the company. Um, Number one, we have a very close leadership team. And we meet weekly to review our progress, we look for opportunities and um, well, for growth, opportunities for growth, and then to ensure that our culture of our teams is in good health. Um, we believe that when we have healthy teams, uh, people are performing at a higher level and are also driven to protect the company's mission. We're also looking to refocus our branding this year. So we're hoping to you know make sure that our marketing, Um, The website and all features are in line with our overarching goal, which is just to ensure that each customer feels well taken care of and receives the highest quality service.
1: Fantastic. And I'm sure your leadership training in Australia um, has been valuable with these weekly meetings and discussing how to lead your team there at Loretto, right?
0: Yes, ma'am, absolutely. I mean, I'm only 27, so I came into a team that has a a large collective um, wealth of knowledge. And, you know, uh, me being on the backside of that, what I did feel that I could bring to the team um, was was my leadership background and just our team building skills. You know, morale is everything. You can have the skills and you can have the day-to-day, but without that extra push, um, you know, in the right direction and kind of centering us around the right things, I just felt like you know I may not know everything about telecom just yet. Uh, I'm still learning, but there are some things that you know I could bring to the table with that.
1: Yes, excellent. They uh, contribute to the whole picture. You know whether you have that telecom experience, that keeping morale up and and getting keeping everyone focused on this excellent customer experience. It takes everyone. So as part of the customer experience is. Is understanding what your customer wants. What are you learning that your customers there want? Uh, What have you learned, and how are you learning that from your customers?
0: Well, I feel like I'm learning something new almost every single day about our customer base, and even though this is my community, you know, there's still so much that that I feel like I have not seen. So, um, one thing that stands out is our customers' desire to follow a plan for building out fiber in Lawrence County. We have so many current and potential customers um, that are just waiting patiently for Fiverr to get to their area. And some feel like there's no end in sight. So people are really wanting to know the the why behind the what, um, you know, to kind of close that gap. And what's taking so long, you know, for us to build out these grant funded projects. And so my goal is to help our community understand walk this process with us. We want to make this process as, you know, easy for our customers. as easy for our customers
1: as possible. Well what are some of the things that you you are passing on to the customers uh, that keeps them following that process? Uh, is it timelines? Is it the process of how construction works with you know how long it takes to bury the drop and then it takes the splicing the fiber and then it takes this. What are some of the things that you're communicating?
0: Yes, yeah, Sam. Timeline is a huge one. So kind of um, the CSRs know that, you know, it's, it's really difficult to kind of say, hey, guess what? You're in this grant round, but we don't know exactly when we'll get to you. So we try to be very upfront with the areas that we are working to build out in that year, um, but we don't try to give closed, closed um, timelines for those because it's really hard to meet those sometimes you know weather can weather can change that um you know we might have to stop this process with um, a contractor and move to an, a, another area for a short time and then come back finish that build so we try to give open-ended timelines but that's where we start we want to people we want people to know that yes you're in this time frame but um you know we're, we're not 100 percent sure how long it's going to take to to build out the um each individual area that we have. So that's that's what we're trying to, I guess, focus on and kind of clean up so that our expectations um, that we're placing out there for the customers to have are not unrealistic, if that makes
1: sense. It does. And I, I can remember when I worked in marketing and was involved with the fiber build, some of our territories were five years out. We, you know, we weren't going to build that area for five years. And although it was disappointing to them, I found that as long as they knew what the expectation was, um, you know, and you just kept sending them that information, they were okay with that as long as Absolutely. they knew, you know, they knew when it was uh, that it was five years. So good. Well, I come from a sales, customer service and marketing background, as I mentioned a little bit. So I'm curious as you oversee all these disciplines, how do you communicate this in your marketing and PR messaging? In other words, if you've worked with a business and you know, you've given them a great customer interaction, how do you communicate that? Are you doing testimonials or um, how do you convey that in your marketing messaging?
0: Testimony is a huge, um, a huge one that we do. We actually send out surveys and um, within that we have opportunity for a customer to leave comments or you know, opportunities for growth for us. And in turn, we we ask for their permission to actually share those. And so that is where I feel like we have seen um, you know, a lot of our feedback that has been really positive. And, you know, really encouraging not just to the CSRs, but to the bill techs and, you know, to our inside techs and even, you know, to the accounting. People People really have said to, to Loretta Telecom as a whole that um, that we are are moving in the right direction and we're really appreciated. So that has been super um, encouraging to see. But as I mentioned above, we're taking time to refocus our marketing um, content to be more customer center this year and so um, i'm just hoping that the more testimonials we have that we can continue to weave that in a bit more than we have um i would love to see you know more um you know individual interviews that we can do with businesses or individual um you know people that come up that might have place in the community that um could be a really great voice for us moving into lawrence lawrenceburg and other areas as we to
1: build this out. Yes, uh, we can say as member companies how good our service is and and that we are focused on a culture of excellence, but no one says that better than your own customers. So that, that works the best. Yes, ma'am. In the recently announced Tennessee ECD broadband funding, Loretto was awarded uh, almost $7.5 million to build there in Lawrence County. So congratulations to all of you. Thank you. Um, as we know, as you you talked about, it takes time to expand these areas and to build and in service. And you you mentioned that it's very important to set those expectations and communicate with the customers. And you know when they're so excited to get broadband. How do you ensure that everyone in the company, the installers, the engineering, customer service, sales, how do you ensure that all of them stay on the same page? Is that where those weekly meetings come in to play or have you found other ways to uh, to keep everybody singing from the same songbook there at Loretto?
0: Well, getting everyone on the same page is never easy, as we all know. Um, But yes, our weekly meetings play a huge part in that. So um, as a leadership team, we meet on Fridays. And that is an awesome time for us just to kind of, you know, regroup, figure out where we're at, look at the things that we want to do and implement and change, and also bring new information to the forefront. So um, after that, on a Wednesday following, we meet with our individual team. That's when we're able to input you know that top down information and our goal is that everything at the top is the same thing at the bottom you know so it, it's widespread there's nothing being hidden or kept or you know everyone is aware of what's taking place and what we're working towards um you know, and so communication is just our absolute number one priority here at Loretto Telecom Kristen, how
1: many employees do you have there at Loretto and how many? are in your management team?
0: So we have um, a total of 23 total employees, and there are six of us.
1: Good. Do you think that makes it easier with a with a smaller company, or do you think those same weekly meetings and then Wednesday meetings would work no matter how large your company is?
0: I really do feel that we have um, a slight advantage because, you know, there's not as many minds that we have to, um, to capture and kind of get our message um, into and make sure that information is going out. But I, I really do believe that when you have these standard practices like we have of meeting each week, and coming together and hashing out these conversations and getting out the new information, um, I feel like it would work just as well on a larger scale. And I hope as we grow, we're going to see that that actually take place.
1: Uh, Well, you've definitely setting a good foundation for as you grow to, you know, to continue that good work. And I love that minds to capture that. That's so true. So beyond the day to day interaction with customers, you're doing some really great work providing an experience to senior citizens with your digital literacy educational program. And as part of the funding for the state and federal digital digital literacy, which includes adoption, equity and affordability is key of ensuring all Tennesseans are connected. Tell us how the program got started and what does it mean to Loretto and more importantly to those seniors that show up for the class.
0: Well, this class was birthed out of a need that the Lawrence County um, Public Library discovered. We were asked to partner with them and provide a bit of insight and instruction to the questions that seniors might have about technology. And honestly, we very quickly realized that this was a large need in our community, that there were lots of uh, seniors that were basically being Left behind in this world of technology, they they had the devices, they had some knowledge, but there were basic functions on their cell phones and on their laptops or tablets that they would use that you know they weren't quite sure about. And so coming in and creating a space, you know, was very important for us, for not just for us as a team or us as a company, but for us to see that need and respond to it. We're hoping that this is going to be something that's going to continue to grow. Um, continue to evolve and hopefully you know will be something that will continue on and have a huge impact on our community.
1: Do you see being able to offer it to other age groups besides senior citizens? do you do you feel like as as we in state of Tennessee study digital literacy and see who's getting left behind, that you'll be able to adapt that class to other age groups?
0: Yes, ma'am, absolutely. Um, you know, this this specific class is very beginner-based. You know, I feel like we might could even um, offer different different levels for people to choose of different age groups, you know, to even, you know, it wouldn't necessarily be age group based, but need-based. What are you looking for and that class could kind of cater to that information? The the one that we'll be actually hosting in January is kind of a question. So we've asked people; who will be attending to submit their questions, and hopefully, we'll be able to bring content and information. <clears throat> excuse me to to help them with that.
1: Good. Well, it's it's certainly a fantastic program, and I always enjoy reading what's happening with that. So um, I commend you guys for starting it and doing it, and I know it's helping your community because you did mention. I think we did mention in our newsletter article that it's not just your customers that's coming to that. It's the people in the community and you are answering a need for um, consumers outside of Loretto Telecom.
0: We actually don't have very many customers um, that are attending our class because it's in Lawrenceburg and Lawrenceburg is not currently one of our outlet serving areas. So um, that will actually be a select for us. So it, it is um, very fascinating to see people want our service so bad in those areas. And we're, we're definitely working um, to serve them. But it's just it's neat to say that a lot of them are not our own customers.
1: Well, you've been doing this about seven months, and we've just kicked off a new year. Are there customer experience initiatives that you plan to put in place this year, or things you want to try?
0: Yes, ma'am. There are. I have to say right off that I stepped into a really great team. Um, as I mentioned before, you know there is a wealth of knowledge between these ladies. They've been here for for quite some time, and they're awesome at what they do. But my focus for 2023 is to challenge them to lean more into more of a sales initiative role, um, without compromising our customer service, obviously. But I would love to see us focus on some of our lower penetration areas and um, that have had fiber some for some time. But um, our hope is, you know, with the extra focus and concentration that. begin to see higher take rates and and growth. And I think it will just be great to challenge these ladies into something that is outside of their comfort zone. I'm I'm all about, you know, let's do something that feels uncomfortable or let's do something, you know, that gets us out of the norm that that might create or generate new opportunities and, and ideas. So I'm I'm very excited to see all that will um will happen in 2023.
1: Well, I'll ask you to expand on that a little bit because, you know, that switching from uh, customer service, answering, you know, being reactive instead of proactive in customer service, that's something we've been talking about for years. What do you think some of the challenges are? Is it sales, the word sales that kind of scares everyone or just not being comfortable being proactive in that conversation, how are you going to tackle that?
0: I think it is definitely the case that um, when I say sales, or I, I'm encouraging the ladies to maybe lean more into that that area of this role, they they tend to to lean back, and I think it is because it comes with like this used car salesman uh, mentality where they just feel uncomfortable because. The, the people that they're talking to are their their aunts or their uncles or their cousin, or they have some relationship because we are in such a small area. And so something that, you know, I'm really trying to refocus their minds are, we're helping people by, by also having a sales mentality. We're giving them the opportunity to make the decision on their own without making it for them. And with customer service and, you know, wanting to, I guess, bring them the best offering to someone, that's that's also I guess our um, perspective of of them and what they might want rather than laying out the platter, laying out all the options and saying, this is what we have. This is what I recommend based off of my professional experience. But I would like you to know top down, you know, what we offer and and what we have accessible to you. So that's that's switching that mindset. From a used car salesman to customer service and sales really go hand in hand because we are creating a service that is going to be the foundation for Lawrence County. Broadband is the way of the future. So us moving in this direction and allowing people to take part in it isn't doing something that, that should feel bad. It should actually feel wonderful. So I'm just trying to switch that, switch that mentality a little bit.
1: Yes and I completely understand that and um and we used to talk about in training too that if you don't know what your customer needs and we talked about this earlier in the podcast finding out what your customer wants finding out what they need you're you are their solution provider right. you know Absolutely. Yeah. And you have to start that conversation somewhere. Well, I look forward to talking to you again this time next year and see how that goes and the progress you've made and, and some of the things that you've done to make that happen. So, I'm excited for you and I look forward to talking to you again next year. So, anything that you want to add before we wrap up?
0: I just want to say thank you so much and thank you for you know, all that you've done to make this possible and, and what the Tennessee Broadband Association is actually doing for Lawrence County. It's, it's a wonderful thing. So thank you so much.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Um, so thank you, Kristen, for your time. I hope this year is fantastic for you, your team and Loretto Telecom. My guest has been Kristen Burdett, Customer Experience Supervisor at Loretto Telecom. You've been listening to Lee Tennessee Radio. Produced by the Tennessee Broadband Association. Cooperative and independent companies connecting our states, rural communities, and beyond with world-class broadband.